Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, and good evening, listening to the Power Network, uh, one of our newer stations by Russ Terry. And this is a wonderful opportunity to live powerfully and think about unity and harmony and how we can all embrace each other. And so this is with the Life Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. And the call-in number, if we have any listeners wanting to call in and chat with us, is 347 857 2878. And all you'll need to do is press one and you will be able to talk with us. Um, actually, you know what, you guys? I gave you the wrong guest call in number. Let me try that again. That's 619 Sorry about that. And then press one to be in the uh, live chat room with us. Um, so, again, thank you uh, for being here with us. And uh, we have a wonderful show here where we're going to be discussing the ideas of political harmony, a world united, being able to accept and embrace each other, how we can find a healthy mindset and perception to better serve us in this new year. We can look at these ideals, help us set goals, and keep them. We'll really be listening and highlighting how to get in control of what we want to do and how to show up in life to gain peace, happiness, and harmony so that we might live powerfully. So this is Gina Sanisardo. I'm a Christian life coach that's really on a mission to support moms that are kind of in a place of feeling stuck, lost, and exhausted and get them to a place where they feel excited and energized to passionately live out their dreams while using their God-given talents. And this is something I really resonate with, that each day I want to show up the best way that I can and be very conscious and mindful of all the choices that I have presented to me. And so with me, I'm very, again, humbled and honored. Uh, This is the second time I'm doing a show with this wonderful coach, Laura Molitor, and I'm so happy that she's here with me. And Laura, you want to take it away for a little bit? Sure, sure. Thank you for having me on the program. And yes, I'm delighted to be on again with you, Gina. I really respect what you do, and I love our conversations, both on and off the air, seem to connect on a a lot of things. So it's my pleasure to be on the radio with you again here. Um, uh, My name again is Laura Molitor. I'm the founder of Poetic and Powerful Living. Um, I'm a coach on spiritual awareness and life purpose, among other things, but that's my forte. I come from a background of spiritual healing, and I know that connecting with our divine source seems to guide us really into where we need to be to connecting really with ourselves and what we can do and what's possible. So I really am passionate about getting people out of a sense of feeling they have to settle for less or to close off their lives from new adventures and new opportunities. And uh, poetic and powerful means that, you know, we, I want people to live powerfully um, to discover their power, no matter where they are in their uh, human experience of their life. Um, and to also have that, the poetry part is, is, to feel inspired and inspiring and to know that mm-hmm. we have, we can have a bigger impact than we have um, because we were made to shine really, really shine, not just kind of simmer along and try to get through, but to really, really shine. So um, that's what I believe. And that's like what I'd like to help people with. And it's certainly what I'm working on in my own life to experience more real grandeur in my life and a real sense of peace and satisfaction. Um, and also, um, like doing this today to be able to reach beyond myself and to, to give mm-hmm, right. to others as well. So that's what yeah, I'm and about. You're, you're also such a gifted writer too. You know, what you, what you post uh, for your audience is just very inspiring, um, really captivating. And it really gets the reader to really think deeply too. So it's uh, a gift that you have as well, but um, tell the audience well, how they you. might be able to get a hold of you or contact you. Sure, sure. Um, I've got a website. It's poeticandpowerfulliving.com. They can email me at laura at poeticandpowerfulliving.com or at lauramolitor at gmail.com. And I've also got a Facebook page, which is um, Poetic and Powerful Living. And I would love to hear from you there. You can message me on Facebook, you can, you'll get my email contact information on my website. 
as well as places to get my blog. There's a page on my on my website to click on if you want to read more of what I share on my blog. I also have a, a book that I wrote a few years back about changing perspective and gaining heaven by changing our perspective. And, and that's mm. available through me personally. It's not on Amazon right now, but I would love to be able to mm-hmm. share that or some ideas from that with anybody as well. Mm, wonderful. That sounds great. Yeah. So I know um, some of the things that we really wanted to highlight were those ideas of unity and diversity and maybe even thinking about political peace, especially with the uh, inauguration just last Friday um, and a lot of um, controversy kind of surrounding it and trying to see how we can really, more than anything, just come together, looking at acceptance, um, really learning to like embrace ourselves and others and kind of just be in the space that we're at. Um, so, you know, in, in thinking about what happened on Friday, um, what's your, what's your take about everything? And, you know, we have the March that happened and, you know, we just think about kind of the country in a position where it is and how we really want to come together in unity. Yeah, there's, you know, there's absolutely a lot to think about. Um, uh, and and there's you know there can be things that want to d- grab us and disturb us and I think it's very easy to get mesmerized into looking at the the things that bother us just like we do in our personal lives you know a hundred yeah. things can go right and the one goes wrong and that's the thing we're going to look at and I and I'm certainly not belittling the fact that there's turmoil in the world but I think the sense is to you know that I'm I at least am trying to recognize that there is some good going on and that even when things seem at they're most um, divisive, there's an opportunity mm-hmm. there to say, okay, now I'm seeing this is now so in my face that I know that I have to, it's an opportunity to really get a handle on, okay, what's going on here and what can I do about it? And for me, I think it starts with my own, you know, it starts with my own thought. So coming mm-hmm. at anything from a standpoint of being angry or fearful or just so captivate, captivated by, um, you know, the presentation of things either in the media or whatever is is going to take me away from really having a calm and clear viewpoint in order that I can do something where I'm led. So to me, I think it's an opportunity to say, okay, um, how can I keep my thought calm and peaceful and full of love? Because to me, as I've seen demonstrated in my own life and, and, and we certainly have, have plenty of, of uh, wonderful um, uh, spiritual guides and other guides that have said the same thing, that, that love is what works and love is what, what uh, is the, where the power is. So to, to stand back and try to kind of claim that sense of peace and say, Oh, this is an opportunity, not a challenge. It's coming up. So we can get, we can really get a handle on the fact that we appear to be divided in so many ways. And that could have just gone along forever. And then we would never really be getting to, like you said, kind of the unity. We wouldn't be trying to get to know each other. I think there's an opportunity to say, okay, what am I not getting? And how can I listen to what others are saying? What's right. And not, not jump to assumptions and generalizations, which I wouldn't want about me either. So, um, right. I'm kind of all over the place with that, but just some, some initial ideas are really just to grab this as an opportunity, reflect on the good that's going on, and then come from a standpoint or find a way to get away from the sense of fear and, and anger or disturbance or, um, you know, being mesmerized by it into a place of, okay, a standpoint of, of peace and, and, um, and love where we can listen better to what will serve everybody, including ourselves. Yeah, you know, I think you really hit some great points, um, which is kind of funny the way it reflects in our title, you know, New Year, New You. Um, And really, as every one of us individually kind of stops and thinks about what's going on and how other people are feeling, whether they all agree with what's going on or not, or kind of almost are facing like that peer pressure, like I should be feeling this, but maybe I'm kind of indifferent, I don't know it's the ability to start fresh, like a new perspective, like you were saying, a new opportunity to really look and see what your values are, you know, and then everyone has their own set of values, but 
instead of being upset with each other because we have different values, let's see how we can learn to appreciate and embrace each other's differences, you know, unique abilities and values and what's important to them. And I think that's what's really neat about, you know, where we are right now is that we can approach this year ahead of us with a new sense of I get to choose. I get the ability to experience what I want and how I want, regardless of of how other people feel, whether they agree or disagree. You know, and I think that's, you know, kind of been a big focus right now in our country with what's been going on politically. But, you know, even on a personal level, right, obviously it starts with the person first before it moves on globally. You know, just even thinking about how I can be a new me, how I could choose and think about what's going on around me, even personally, community-wise, and then globally. You know, how can I respond? How can I choose to experience and perceive what I want to feel, what I want others to know about how I feel? You know, it really, like you said, it presents this opportunity where it can really examine and really reflect and make that conscious choice so that we can embrace each other in a more peaceful and united fashion. You know, and that's um, what's really cool, too, about our, our power station. Um, you know, it just really allows for, the, you know, people to come and listen and hear and to get inspired and motivated and know that we don't have to be complacent about our diversity that's hurting people rather than diversity that's serving us, you know, and appreciate the beauty of what there is and all the differences, you know, and I think, again, this um, new station here really sets the tone for, all right, let's just slow down, take a step back and see really what's going on and learn to appreciate instead of being a place from judgment. Yeah, I love that. I love all that you shared. You just touched on so many things that I think are really good. And they got my thought going to, you know, when we, you were talking about values and, and, and what, what I've discovered a little bit as I get disturbed about things that at times in my own experience or, or what I'm looking at in the world is that the very things that I feel are maybe being threatened, my values are also getting flipped around. So I, I value um, love and peace, and yet mm-hmm. I find myself getting disturbed, and I, I, I start reacting with with um, anger or or mm-hmm. conflict, and I think, what have I just done there? I've actually right. turned on my own values because yeah. I felt my values are threatened. So what I've done is actually taken on the very kinds of uh, the the other side of that that isn't me at all. So it it really is just about being conscious in the moment how I I don't want to compromise those values. What I want to do is utilize those values, get even closer to them because they feel threatened by whatever seems to be even going on around me or the way I perceive something and say, okay, well, if I value love and peace, then when those are threatened, why don't I use love and peace? more as my defense than actually going against what even feels right. healthy to me or right. So I, I love what you love what you said about that. It's just reminding me that these, these are, it's another opportunity to connect even more with, okay, what really matters to me? And then instead mm-hmm. of giving those up, really utilize them even more on your own behalf, get even closer. Those, okay, I see why I'm disturbed. These are really my values. I, I, you right. know, lack of tolerance just, you know, it just really bugs me. It really, really bothers me. Bugs is a, is a small word for what I feel, but that lack of tolerance. Yeah. So I need to be more tolerant. And does that mean only tolerant toward the people that I think are tolerant? Or do I mean being tolerant towards all? And the other thing yeah. that came up when you're talking is a sense of getting to know one another and having conversations. And what I was thinking of when I was thinking about the show, the word that came up to me was, Rather than having um, a sense of um, fear of others or anger at them or ignorance is to the word curiosity. So why, mm-hmm. why instead of judging initially, isn't it more um, open-minded and, right. and more thoughtful and actually more full of, of joy and newness and freshness, like you said, start new today, to be curious about where is someone coming from? What can tomorrow bring? What, what is, 
what do what can I even know more about myself through certain experiences and to approach our our any ignorance with a sense of curiosity rather than a sense of just assuming something. So it's like, well, I want to know more. And, you know, I really, I found that I really do. Even when people are not on the same page with me to, to say, let me find out why. And also where are we on the, where are we on the same page? And that means sort of having conversations and also being open-minded but that's a choice, I think, every moment. And that's what right. I love about you saying, just start new day. I have a choice. I can't change everything in the world. I can't change all the variables. I can't change somebody else. But I can, right now, I have control over my own thinking. And my own thinking is how I feel. It's how I present myself. It's how I, you know, meet challenges. It's how... um I'm able to approach things or think clearly if I start right now and say, okay, I, I can take charge of my thought. And what do I want that to be? What do I want it to look like? And, and right. am I, am I actually being honestly true to the values that I may feel are not being, you know, that are being um, uh, threatened in some way or another? Am I being true to those? And so we have a mo- every moment to do that. And that should be a, exciting thing um to kind of have that blank page and say what do i want to, what what do i want to yeah. do with this this moment this year this situation and because it seems mm-hmm. challenging then it's even more urgent that we say okay let me let me be brand new let's 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 start fresh um in every way and be ready to be surprised i think that's another thing we're not we're just like already planned it ahead of time we're already looking at this is going to play out this way i like you know the being in the moment then you're ready to be surprised and you know when i'm ready to be surprised i usually am i usually am and it's usually good it's a usually good surprise yeah so anyway you said so many things i was just all all, oh you've got my thought going yeah, no, totally filled with wisdom. I mean, I, I couldn't agree, you know, more with what you were saying. And in fact, that, was, that really kind of instigated many thoughts in my my mind, too. You know, one of the things I think you first talked about was, you know, like tolerances. And, you know, instead of us judging by group or by, like, section, you know, like you said, be curious. Like, person to person. Like, each person is their own unique being. It doesn't matter who they are, what creed, color, race, sex, whatever. Like, who they are as a person in understanding and approaching each person as an opportunity to see who they are, you know, what's important to them, what they offer, and then how the two of you can interact and connect and see how, you know, even you can reflect, you know, from the interactions with them. So, you know, learning to be more tolerant of ourselves so that we're not so impatient or coming in with assumptions or judgments. And then being tolerant with people that we meet and just knowing that, you know, we're all human, no matter what, we're all human, you know, and just starting with that simple, basic level really eliminates that idea of judgment, you know, and not being indifferent to other people because they may not be the same as us, or they might have a different view about something or feel differently or have different values or standards, you know, and really um, just preserving that uttermost idea that, this is a human being. That's how we're connected, as simple as that. And I, I love that you're saying about approaching it with curiosity. That's, that's huge. And really what is kind of the bottom line with all of it is the fact that getting in control of what you want to be, do, and how to show up, right, so that you can essentially honor your values and that you do have that fresh start at every moment. It's an opportunity to say, hey, I need to think about what I just did, what I said. How is it honoring me? How is it honoring them? You know, and how can I make right now? How can I fix this up? You know, and it's it's that idea of that's really what makes us all united and harmonious. You know, and that's what really stops the lines of people being different, again, in a way that's not serving our country. It's great that we're all different because we all have these wonderful, unique gifts and talents and whatnot, and we shouldn't all be the same. But then it should be a celebration of those differences instead of divisions. Exactly. um, Yeah. But it's misperceptions. I think it's misperceptions and and assumptions (laughs) that we make based on, you know, whatever appears to us, but it, it, and it's, it's, but it's but it's not a blanket statement. Okay, these that's all wrong and this is all right because, 
or yeah. we're all different in so many ways because we're actually more the same. We have different approaches mm-hmm. and things like you said, different values. But if you get really deep within everyone, what we really want is, I think, is is to love and be loved. And so we all have mm-hmm. that in common. We all feel that may be threatened in different ways because our peace feels threatened or our our um, identity somehow feels threatened. And then we don't think we can do that or that we can't receive it or, or whatever else. It kind of throws it out of the balance. But we all have that in common. We also have all have in common that we get afraid. We feel mm-hmm. afraid at times. And that fear is very blinding. And right. uh, it can make us say do feel things that we wouldn't in other circumstances. And so we have to, one thing, see that we all can feel that way and, and, and that we have that in common, but then also try to be kinder, more understanding to each other for having, having fears and then get to understand why are we afraid and what can we do to stop that? And I think the only way to me, the, the real powerful way to, to, to get rid of fear is first of all, not to be so ignorant, you know, to, to find out, mm-hmm. be curious, discover. We're not afraid of, you know, in the, in the dark ages, they were afraid they'd sail off the end of the world right? Uh, because they right. thought it was flat. Um, once the discovery that the world was round and there was no fear that we were going to sail off the end of the world and the boundaries of experience were opened up because people said, okay, I'm, I can set sail and I'm not going to fall off. But I think it's mm-hmm. kind of the same in our, in our little realms. It's just a matter of becoming more understanding and then you get a new perspective and then you're not afraid anymore, but we need to want to do that. And I think the desire to do it, the desire to be rid of free, fear and to be um, open to hearing what someone has to say. And then that sense of, remembering our common love, our love for, mm-hmm. for others, our love for love itself, our, our um, love for, for goodness and freedom. I mean, look at the, we all want freedom. We talk about, you know, the United States really all about freedom, but we have perceptions of threat and, and to instead connect on what we do believe in, um, I think, uh, and to just understand each other better, I think, the fear can be lost and, and the love connection, so to speak, can, can, can come out and unite us more. So, but it all starts with, you know, can't just do that just because I want to, but we can start with ourselves, with our own thinking. And, and I do believe in collective consciousness. So I really believe that the more, more of us that are thinking clearly and lovingly, the more that vibrates, if you want to use that expression in, in the Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. and, so it isn't just, okay, well, I'm going to have my good thinking and I'm going to go around in la-la land and just think this way and it's all about me. It really isn't. It really isn't. Right, it makes right. a difference. It makes a big difference because we're connecting to, to love or connecting to truth, um, and those are powerful, and they're universal. Right. And, I, you know, you said some really important things. They really make sense, too, you know. I think because fear does drive us, that's why there's so many divisions, not in a positive light, but rather, again, there's that whole idea of overcoming fear and then having that sense of curiosity, wonderment, and joy about these new opportunities, you know, and just really coming to see what the situation is without any notions or stigmas or assumptions and really challenging, you know, how we've been seeing things or how we've been raised or taught to believe certain things or the way society wants us to think things, but really thinking in a place that yes, really stems from who we are and what we want. And like you said, the basic necessity of right of life is exactly what you said to be loved and to get love in return. It's huge. It's, like a basic element of every human being that's more than anything, you know, it's, yeah, you it can try to deny it, but it's, you can deny it, but it's not, you, nobody, everybody wants that. You can say, no, no, I don't care about yeah. that yet. Yeah, yeah, we do. We in some way or another, right. it, it may not come to us in the same way, but it, it really is that common ground that we all have. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's it's something, you know, people, doctors, psychologists have been studying for years. That's like one of the most basic, fundamental needs of a human being, you know, aside from food, shelter and whatnot. But 
to to have that love and to love back that reciprocation, you know, that feeling of acceptance and belonging and, you know, just being kind and genial, you know, the way we're really designed to be. And what you said is right. We're all interconnected. You know, everything we do affects everyone and vice versa. You know, it's that ripple effect. And you're right. The more, you know, energy that we put out there that's uplifting and constructive, the more we're going to get back. And like you said, it kind of, you know, bounces off of each other and we absorb it because that's who we are as humans too. You know, we're energetic beings. And so really believing and feeling that if we really want to move in this direction where we're more harmonious and united and accepting and tolerant and understanding, then we have to be that way too. We can't just want it and say it needs to be that way. We have to give that out too. You know, and again, it's, it starts small from person to person, you know, into families, communities, and eventually becomes a national and a global thing, but it's, it's got to be something that we put out there too. We can't just expect it to fall into our laps. You know, and again, that's the whole idea of being in control and really making a choice about how we want to be and how we want to show up, you know, and, I think it's, you know, it's, it's great that we, you know, we're sitting here and we're talking about this because it's, you know, it's all fresh with what's been going on in our country. But the idea is then how do we as a nation, as a people, keep this idea up throughout the year? Because it's going to fade. People are going to forget. And then we're all going to kind of go back to our own ways where we put up walls and have assumptions again. And how can we neglect that to happen again so that we stay strong and united? You know, how do we do that? Hmm. That's a really good idea. It's a really good thought. Um, because yeah, you're right. And we do get things, things get forgotten over time and we get back into old habits. And I think it's be it's a discipline. I mean, I think there's a discipline to it. I mean, I think probably with you and I being, you know, spiritual people and, and, and faith-based in a lot of ways, we have disciplines like prayer and we say, this is mm-hmm. what I'm going to do today. Cause this is, what I do, or if I forget it, I know it's missing and I got to get back to it. And I think that I, I think I don't have all the answers because everybody approaches things in different ways, but I think it, it has to be a discipline. We have to remember what it feels like and remind ourselves daily what it feels like to be um, seeking what is better for ourselves and for everyone. And, and to, and just, mm-hmm. it's all, it is kind of almost like a, you know, do I, I don't, uh, to, the, the, the desire to want to, um, to do the right thing, to, to feel right, to, um, be open to, to what can be healing and helpful to everybody. But it's, it, I think there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a discipline to it. And, and I, but I think a lot of that has to do with the, when you do it, that you realize how, how, how wonderful it feels to be on the side of um, good and conscious, conscientious, loving kindness and mm-hmm. um, awareness. Um, but that, yeah, that's, that's to me, it just has to be a practice. You have to be part of your, your practice to say, uh, you know, I have to sustain this because um and not just wait for another crisis to come at it again, you know, to sustain it. And, and, but I think it's, I think it's an individual choice, but that's why I have, I'm glad we have the station here to keep on going and keep on reminding people, let's stay with this sense of, um, you know, being aware and conscientiously sustaining that desire to make the world a better place, so to speak. Yeah, and and you're right, because really what it becomes is this level of, like, self-commitment. You know, if you're really going to develop this practice or this habit or discipline, it has to be a commitment. You know, you really have to want to do that. You know, if you really want to change, you know, we've heard that expression, right, if you if you want to see the change, you got to be the change. You mm-hmm. know, and the whole idea of making, like you said, that conscious effort, but that willingness, that commitment, like, this is important to me, and yes, it's going to be hard. I'm going to have days that are harder than others. Certain people or events are going to really get to me, and I may not react the best that I wanted to, but, again, I'm going to persevere. The next day I'm going to try it again or the next opportunity. And having that, like, self-commitment to anyone else but really to yourself, that I want to be the person I want to be and really show up and, you know, honor everything about who I am and what's important to me 
Um, and you're right, it's it's a practice, you know, to really get into that. And you're right, this show, not that we're advertising, but this show is really great in that too because I think it's going to help motivate people throughout the year, so on and so forth, so that people are reminded, hey, there's hope, there's other people that feel this way and I'm hearing this and it makes me really feel good and I want to create a movement, you know, where I'm able to change the world one person at a time and that we all come together and not, you know, get mad at each other because we have different beliefs or values. Right. Right. One of, yeah. And I, when you, that, that got me thinking too, when you said that it's kind of almost like strike while the fire, the, the iron is hot kind of thing. I think while we're riled up, so to speak in, in a, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking and passionate about, you know, making the world a better place while we're at that, point this is when to get involved in something you care about start a movement do something that then becomes your commitment because there's a group of you doing the same thing and then you spur each other on because this is the particular way you want to help so you join a group you start a group you join a you start some kind of a movement and certainly we can do this all we have to do all personally too but I think um kind of getting engaged in something that has a um, a way of keeping perpetuating itself a little bit. It, it's maybe jump in while you're feeling it because then you're in and then you realize, Oh, I like being in, I'm going to keep being in because this is where I want to be. I also yeah. think that for me, um, the, the reminder to stay engaged in willingness and receptivity and kindness and openness um, and forgiveness, most a lot of that comes from, um, this is going to sound real weak of me, it's just I want to feel healthy. And I know I don't feel yeah. good when I, I'm going against those which are my values. It disturbs yeah. me. So I think that's a motivation right. too. Do I want to get back into a place where I feel angry all the time? Or do I want to continually keep close to who I really am and remind myself daily why I'm here on this planet. You know, why am I here? I'm here to do good. I'm here to be myself in a right way. I'm here to help others. I'm here to be open. And, and um, so, you know, to kind of just keep reminding ourselves how good that feels, (laughs) you know, that feels feels so much better. It feels so much better than the opposite. I don't want to go back to that. So sometimes we do, like you said, you got to be kind of merciful towards yourself because it's not always easy, but then you get back to that. Oh yeah. I remember I I can be in that place where I feel forgiving or I feel receptive or curious or brave even, you know, I can find that again. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, remind myself that that's a place I can be and then start fresh on my new day right. and say, I'm going to, tr- I'm going to, I'm going to do that again um, because it's really where I feel my best. Right. Because really what you were saying is, you know, when we think about how you don't feel good and you don't want to go back to that place, it's because you're out of alignment. You know, really it's, you know, kind of think about like the, the anatomy of the human rights and people go to chiropractors to get adjusted so their body's working the right way. And it's kind of in a weird sort of way, the same thing with honoring your values. You know, once you're kind of violating them, then you're right. You don't feel good. You're morally aligned and your whole body kind of suffers the consequence really, you know? um, And so it, it would just be amazing. You know, how would it be if the world, if our society, even on a small person to person scale, really did, like you were saying earlier, view each situation as new, a new opportunity to be curious without fear, without judgment, to embrace, you know, how would it be for people? You know, and I think, I think that's really what's so cool about the radio station too, is that we could hear people's feedback about that too. Um, you know, whether they post comments on Life Coach Radio Networks or on our own personal you know, Facebook pages, just they really hear like, what's their movement? You know, what do you want to do? And you know, what you were saying about um, getting involved and actually doing something and being able to, you know, find like people that kind of empower you and support you along the way. And, you know, really being able to highlight with other people that feel the same way, there's that, you know, power again and people that support you and encourage you and you guys can all do it together. You know, it's really, it's really transformational when we look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like looking at the marches this weekend and you have, there's, you know, 
sides of that issue. I, I'm not taking, well, I, I can, but I'm not going to take a side on it. But you see how many people came out united on a, for a cause and how that ended up being an uplifting way of mm-hmm. approaching things because it was also done very peacefully and, and that was that was great but you know people believe in something that's democracy in action first of all but it also shows that we we do we can unite on a on a common ground and and actually be very active about it um and and that that can actually be not only good for the group you're with but it can be inspirational to others that see what you're doing and say hey these people really stood up for what they cared about and 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 showed up and showed up you know big and and committed and that's that's inspiring to me you know wherever you really come from whether your viewpoints we all have different viewpoints we connect if we can connect on certain things then we you know we all have different talents and ways of expressing things and um you know coming together like that on for an uncommon ground and and doing what you believe in is it's, it's inspiring and it's empowering for the people that, that observe it as much as for the people that are participating in it. Right. You know, and we all have different ways to, to give. I don't expect everybody to do this, the same thing. I mean, for me, um, you know, I, I'm, I really do believe in, in consciousness raising and, and mindfulness and the power of, of God and of, of, love and of connecting on on that way. So, you know, my movement is to stay awake to good and to keep our vigil on the right side um, and to um, do that faithfully and diligently, which heals self, but also Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. embraces the world. So that's my activism. No, it doesn't look like other people's, but it's what feels right to me. and, And it does help me create a new me but it also feels that I'm you know it reaches outside of of self onto something else but it suits me too it feels right and I think we can find what um, makes us feel comfortable and powerful and I really don't think a lot of us feel very comfortable or power empowered not for very long anyway by by a, a, a dark or more hateful point of view we talk in the coaching community about you know the the different levels these these um catabolic levels and we talk about you know feeling like a victim and feeling you know also this this sort of sense of conflict all the time and yeah. and they have their purposes but they don't work in the end so right we can sit right. in them for a moment and let ourselves be there but eventually do you really want to be a victim to circumstances or other people's thoughts or whatever or fear or do you want to be uh, the owner of your own experience yeah. and, and mm-hmm. you can be, do you want to be full of hate and anger? Yeah. Cause you fired up for a little bit, but eventually that is not healing and peaceful or really even, or that inspiring to others because you're not coming from that point of motivating by love, but, but more um, reactive and this, they have their place, but, but I think to me, I think there's, there's more to coming to that, uh, a, a more gentle place, a one that is healthier, um, more sustainable, and and that really um, can make make changes in the in the world because it's it's a more powerful spot and a more healthy spot than to come from something that is um, kind of the low energies, the 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 less positive energies, I guess. Right, right. Well, and you know, I think you know when you think about what's the real intention behind people wanting to make change. It's because essentially, you know, you think about they're doing it for the good of all, right? So that there's equality, so that people are heard. And a lot of it is revolving around that idea of peace, right? So that there's peace in the community, peace in the world, so we can all just do our own thing and live our life and, you know, love what we do and live the way we want and make those decisions freely. And so essentially we're looking at peace and you're right. You know, when we go at it in a way that's destructive, it's, it's weird because it's kind of a paradox and we're trying to achieve peace and equality in a way that's perhaps destructive and it's counterintuitive, you know, and that constant energy that's not serving us is obviously going to have its downfall on, on you as a person, you know, spiritually, emotionally, socially, physically, the works. 
you know, and so like you said, the way we've seen what's been going on in our country about trying to approach things in a peaceful manner really exemplify what it is that they're looking for, that intention, which is peace, unity, harmony. That's what people are fighting for. So we have that equality and that freedom and that ability to love the life we want to live, you know, and it's it's important that kind of like what we were saying earlier, you know, if, if you want something, if you want to to have a movement happen or to occur, you also have to be a part of it. You have to get it into action, you know, and be a model for others too, to see that this is what I want. This is what I'm fighting for, but in a way that's healthy and actually displaying what I want instead of kind of being a hypocrite, you know, in so many words, Um, you know, and it's, it's, you know, I think that's something to be really mindful of and think about, you know, as we approach day-to-day situations and things that trigger us or violate us. That's so good. I think about, yeah, I've done plenty of time sitting in my armchair, just, you know, being critical or blaming um, and, and wow, why are they doing that? Or why would, I wouldn't do that. And then, but I don't know anything. I'm just sitting there on the sidelines. I'm not practicing it. I'm not going out there yeah. and doing it. I'm not having conversations with people about it even. And I, I do find that often I have come to conclusions that are not, not even really true because I've made assumptions from my little sidelines and, and then right. agreed to them and I got, got mad about it or whatever else and judgmental. I don't know that. I don't, you know, I don't know some of the, where people are coming from sometime. And I think that's part of what happened or seems to have happened in the, in, with the election is that we didn't really know where everyone was coming from. And it seems like right. we all are at odds in a lot of ways, you know, divided as a, as a nation. And yet we also don't really know unless we really ask person to person kind of why, why, do you feel threatened or why do you want change or why don't you want change or whatever else? And you can't make assumptions based on some mass generalization sitting on the sidelines. You kind of got to get in there and ask the, ask the questions be and be ready to listen to the responses. And I think that's maybe the, the biggest, the hardest thing for us to do sometimes is to get off our high horse long enough to actually hear the other side um, and to hear where they're coming from. No, you still might not agree, but you have to at least be willing to listen and to even be possibly proven wrong, God forbid, and then to be glad that you're proven wrong because you've learned something. But we don't grow, we don't progress, if we're not willing to learn, children are always right. learning. You're going to be narrow for the rest of your life. You're not going to learn. You're not going to grow. You're not going to do the things that may, that really keep us young and energized. This whole new year, new you. What is it? We're, what we're talking about is is being right. awake to growth and opportunity to see something differently. And that's again the curiosity. Why do you feel that way? And and. I may still disagree with you. And then again, I may learn something I didn't know before. And I should be glad of that instead of somehow feeling like that means I was in the wrong. No, it's just a matter right, of clarifying. Right. You working on a math problem, you don't understand it. doesn't mean you're to blame for not understanding it. But when you do understand it, you should be pretty glad that now you understand it. And now you know where you're going, going forward. Um, but I think we're so attached to being right all the time that we kind of forget that what is right? You know, we all have different views right. of it. There's not one right except for, you know, to me, the truth of God. You know, that's the only the only really fixed principle is are these principles of love and, and truth and and peace. Those are fixed ideas, although our interpretation may even be different, but they're always going to be there. Um, but we have to be willing to just kind of listen and maybe maybe even have to say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I I was wrong, and that should that it's hard for people to do. Uh, it's hard for me to do. Uh, I, I admit it, right. but um, yeah. I also want to know that I heard all sides before I, you know, somehow made assumptions that that would that would go against my values to actually have um, cast aspersions on someone without really knowing. That kind of goes against what I want to be. So, you know, I'm right, right. Sorry, I blew it rather than 
to stand on some principle and actually know in my heart that I was wrong. Yeah, you know, and I, one of the first things you were talking about, you know, about how, you you know, you tend to do sometimes things like that, too, and acknowledging, you know, yeah, we're all human, we all make mistakes, and having that leniency with each other, that, okay, you know what, you messed up, you made a mistake, maybe you reacted in a way you didn't want to, but that's, again, like you were saying, that you know, the beauty of new year, new you, okay, every moment's an opportunity to start fresh then, you know, and kind of quickly reassess your values and how you want to approach the next situation that comes up. You know, and just being a little bit more tolerant of each other, too, and our, our mistakes and our in our humanness, the way that we behave and the way that we act, because we're fired up, we're passionate about it, because it's important to us. So even though we tend to maybe act, you know, in a different way than how we really feel or what it is that we want to fight for, we also have to remember, like you said, to talk about that idea about forgiveness and tolerance and then be open-minded and willing to take that stance, make that movement and do something about it and be a model for others too. So it's, you know, so true. And it's, it's really valuable that people understand that they do have an opportunity to be a new year all the time, not just at the start of the year, but all time, all opportunities that prevent present themselves. Right. And every day is new day and every day we get new information. So these learning experiences mean that, okay, like you said, you know, this is a new day. I, 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 that actually my, you know, mistake or my ignorance of yesterday or something that I didn't do quite right. Well, great. Now I know that there's something I actually know more than I did yesterday. So this is a good place to start fresh with that new wisdom and go forward from there, not dwelling on the past, either regretfully or even, even yearningly. Oh God, I wish it was yesterday. Is that today is today is we're right where we're supposed to be today. We have the information right. we need to. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with it? And and it really just does start with the like you said the commitment to it, the commitment to it, and to and to know that we really. And I'm talking more in in a sense of what we do personally to even not for the world so much. Just that you know we deserve to really have the best experience and to know that. Mm-hmm. We don't. We want that, and so to commit to having that, starting fresh, being in the moment, seeing what it tells mm-hmm. us, that that that's where our joy is, and that's where our life is, and that we should really want to discover that and learn and to be our best, to have our best life. And I really believe we can have our best life. We push it away more than we think we do right, by putting right. all these all the yeah buts on it. Yeah, but I can't because of exactly. my age exactly. or because I made so many mistakes or never worked before or whatever else it is. And it's like, that's why that clean, new, clean slate, new page, start all over day, coming with a standpoint of wisdom and expectancy and openness and willingness to see what the day brings. Right. It may right. surprise you. Um but we all just—we des- really all deserve to live a really, you know, a splendid life, um, and to do whatever it takes to to claim that for ourselves, and and then to share, you know, that that wisdom, that brightness, that real light that we have, share that with the world too, because it does it does bring something. Our being being who we were made to be. Yeah, no, I think that's that's awesome, and that's you know the some closing thoughts there are just really um, something you know for I know the two of us are thinking about it, but even for our audience to really sit in that and listen and evaluate you know what's important and what's their willingness you know to have that self commitment to really you know get what they really want and honor their values and the values of others. And, so it's it's hard to believe again i I always say it like clockwork, you know we're kind of coming to a close here um great topic, wonderful conversation, shedding just wonderful insight about this idea about new year, new you every moment's a new an opportunity to be a new year, like I said that clean slate um but Laura, why don't you tell our our audience again um the best way to contact you in case they'd like to hear more or get some more information and work with you? Sure, sure. And I promise not to talk so much. I will actually shut up and listen to my clients because I really love, I'm very, very curious about what they have to say. Um, yeah, I'm Laura Molitor. Um, my business is called Poetic and Powerful Living. Uh, you can find me at uh, poeticandpowerfulliving.com. There are contact points. You can get a free 
complimentary session, 30 minute session with me to see what life purpose coaching might be like with me. I also focus on spiritual awareness. You can find me at Laura Mollet. You can reach me uh, by email at lauramolliter at gmail.com or um, just as long or even more long, uh, poetic and Laura at poetic and powerful living.com. And I'm also on Facebook at poetic and powerful living, or you can just look me up as a normal person at, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, on Laura Molitor, it's M-O-L-I-T-E-R, uh, on Facebook. I would love to connect with you. Message me, ask me questions. Um, give me your feedback on what we've been talking about tonight. I really, really very, very much want to hear it. I'm very curious to hear what you have to say. Um, and thank you so much, um, Gina, for for just your inspiring thoughts and for having letting me be a part of, of this program today. It's been terrific. Mm, thank you. I'm again. I'm so grateful that you uh, were on the show and available to talk about these things. Um, I knew we'd have a, a great conversation around it. It's something that's really important to both of us, and uh, the audience can totally benefit from um, hearing this. Which is nice that they're archived because they can listen to it multitude of times if they need that, you know, <laughs> a pinch of encouragement or motivation. Um, and so I'm Gina Cianasardo. I'm the uh, life coach for moms with Peace Joy and You Coaching, and uh, the best way to get a hold of me is probably through email, which is Gina at FindingGodsPeace.com. My site is www.FindingGodsPeace.com. And I also have a Facebook page called Peace, Joy, and You, in which case I'd love to hear your comments and feedback about the show we had tonight and any other comments or questions that you'd like to ask um, about some of the programs we have. And, again, I'd like to put the offer out there for the first three people that contact me can end up with a free a 30-minute discovery call where we can take a look at where you are now and where you want to go. And um, so this is Blog Talk Radio with the Power Network. Um, totally excited to be a part of this, and um, we look forward to talking to you again. Thank you. Thank you.